Tuesday evening, on the back of our fantastic win at Derby County, we're travelling down to North Wales, where we're going to meet Wrexham. I'm delighted to say we've got Ryan and Sean from the Me, The Wife and Wrexham AFC podcast joining us. How are you doing, guys? Yeah, we're good. Thank you very much for having us on. Fresh from Ibiza, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, we got in at three o'clock this morning. So yeah, yeah, this will this will be interesting. You might get zero content out of this at all, and decide to use something else. Well, first of all, what I'd really like to say is welcome back into the EFL after fifteen years of being absent. Tough times for Exxon and all that. The question I want to ask: You struggled sort of mid-table in the National League for all those seasons. Did it need something like? what's happened to you to happen to kickstart the club again? Yeah, I think so. Obviously, you know, for anyone who's watched the documentary, you know the sort of struggles we had, you know, bad owners, and, you know, we ended up in the hands of the, the Wrexham Supporters Trust, you know, it, it, you know, the fans really bailed the club out. You know, everyone's got massive love for the Supporters Trust, you know, without them, we wouldn't exist now, we'd, we'd have gone. But I, I don't, I think if you ask any, any sort of Wrexham fan, to be honest... I don't think we were ever really going to move forward uh, as a fan-owned club. And I think it needed something, you know, and it's not even the sort of money that's been put in by Rob and Ryan. It's the excitement and drawing the community back into the club. You know, it, you know, forget the money. You know, we get enough abuse about the money anyway. But, you know, it's it's about getting the community engaged again in the football club. And I think, you know, without that, yeah, we might have still been, you know, a few seasons ago, you know, that when the season was cut short due to COVID, we were very lucky not to go down, to be honest, because, you know, back, back to the National League North, because we were down there and we were definitely in the mix for that. But yeah, I, I completely agree. I think something like this was needed uh, to sort of kickstart people's love for the club again, I think. Definitely gets the feel-good factor back, doesn't it? I mean, we've had a similar thing with administration and then we, we nearly lost the club this June. But we've had Sean Maloney, who's an absolute legend, Wigan Athletic Cup winner with us, you know, FA Cup winner. And he's, he's so positive and it's that feel-good factor and it does carry you and it does get the club going again. It does motivate you. And, and that's a great feeling. I think most people... I know you got a few distractors, but most people bought into what was happening around Wrexham and and good to see the fans engaging so much with the club. One thing that that your owners did do, they brought in Phil Parkinson. He's he's from just up the road from me. He, he, he was born in Charlie, which is the next town north, but he also managed our rivals. How have you got on with Phil? Do you know what? I, I think I think when 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 all this sort of started and then Phil came in, um, we had a lot of people who were expecting instant results. And I think anybody in and around football knows it does, doesn't always happen like that. Um, and you had, you know, we had a good few months where people were umming and ahhing and thinking... Get Parky out. Yeah, we had all that. Yeah, we did. We had that for a bit. And, you know, I'm a bit embarrassed to say that, to be honest, because I'm 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 all for giving managers time to, 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 to get a team playing the way you want them to play. But it's all come good. And, you know, he is... He is a, a bit of a club legend now for just doing what he's done up until now. You know, I think he will definitely live for many years in a legend Me manager. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, and I think how is he? How is it going to be? He's got EFL experience. How is it going to work moving forward? 
you know, is it, you know, can he still play the same way and get the same results? Um, time will tell, I suppose. But at the moment, we are very content with Phil. Very yeah. content. Well, he did it with, with both Bradford and, and Bolton, didn't he? He did it with both of them. So, he, you know, he's got that experience in it and he can get teams playing. One of your big successes, Paul Mullin, uh, unfortunately, is out at the moment. Is it looking like long term? They haven't really given a time frame on it, I don't think, at the moment. I think, obviously, he's uh, still in, I think he's still in LA uh, mm-hmm. recuperating. They, yeah, they haven't given us a, a, a date of when he's going to be back, but I sure hope it's soon after yesterday's performance. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's one of them. It's a punctured lung, and it was. it's a case of it can be shortish term and it can be very long term. I think the thing, the positive we took from it was, you know, people with severe punctured lungs are usually in hospital for at least a week and he was out within 24 hours. So we're trying to draw the, the, any positive we can from from the situation. And so fingers crossed, um, he'll be back with us very soon. But, you know, we, we've got other strikers, you know, we wasn't a great performance on Saturday. It was, you know, a little bit maybe deer caught in the headlights, but, you know, we can score goals, you know, we can score goals without him in the team. Um, you know, maybe you need to work a little bit harder on not conceding as many, but, um, but you know, we can, we can certainly, we can certainly score goals, you know, without in there. Uh, you've got Oli Palmer, who, who we know from, you know, he was at Gillingham. I remember him quite well. He, he always played well against us. We've also He's signed everywhere. A, he's been <laughs> everywhere. He has. He's had more, more clubs than, than Tiger was, Nancy, as they say. He signed a, a, another player on Friday a very experienced former Premier League player, 100 international caps, player of the season twice at his former club. I mean, we're talking about our very own James McLean here. Has he wet your appetite for the season ahead? Do you think you've got yourself a quality player or are you unsure about him? Me personally, I think definitely a quality player. I've watched James McLean for years. You know, I remember him being with you, being with Stoke, being back with you again. But I think the one thing that that maybe concerns us, I'm not really bothered with all the circus that comes with James McLean, all the off-field stuff. And, you know, that that doesn't really uh, bother me too much. I think maybe his his age is a, a slight question mark, although... Correct me if I'm wrong. I think he played every game for you last season. So, you know, he's obviously a fit guy and he can obviously still get into a championship team. Um, You know, he might have, you know, a couple of years left in him. So I'm not concerned with all the off-field stuff and all the... Political stuff. All the political stuff, all the poppy stuff that I'm sure will rear its head again in November. You know, I'm not bothered by that. And I think we do have a quality player. For me, I did think it was a bit of a strange signing um, because of where he plays. And for me, it's not really an area of the field that I felt we needed somebody in. Um, I thought we were pretty well set on that side. um, And for me, it was a little bit strange. But to have somebody like that with the experience he's got, you know, at his age and in the EFL and higher, um, I think it could only really be a, 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 a positive, a, a positive yeah, yeah. A, a positive signing for us. Yeah, so I'm I am excited to see see him play and see 
how he fits in, really, and and you know who's going to drop out to, for, for him to play. I am, yeah, I'm yeah. intrigued. Well, a couple of things about that: the off the field stuff is never him. We've we've complained numerous times about the racism that he gets, uh, and the FL started to take action last season. They've done a couple of clubs over it. He's a brilliant character. He's very community minded. You'll you'll notice he starts working with charities and doing things for underprivileged people. He was loved here, absolutely. He's a great family guy. So you you will you learn about James McLean, the man, and you'll think, wow, I didn't realise all this. As far as his positions go, he can play anywhere down the left, left back, left wing back, or left wing. He can also play as your main striker through the middle, and he can play centre midfield as well. You've got the a, a bit of a utility player. Who, who will play around. So if you think, oh, he's coming in as like a left wing back and we've got to go, it, not necessarily so. And about his fitness, yeah, he did play every single game. His legs have gone slightly, but not to the, to the degree where he's a liability. And I'll be honest with you, he was one of the fittest players we had. But I think it's a good move for yourselves. It's a good move for him. And we got a quarter of a million quid and it frees up a big wage on our wage bill. So that's that's good for us as well. So it suits everybody. And I yeah. think he'll, I think he'll excel in 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 League Two. I really yeah. do. The season ahead, where where do you see you finishing this season? Do you think you're going to be challenging for the automatics? Are you going to be pushing for the playoffs, or will you be content with your first season back, just uh, finding your feet? I'm quite an optimistic person, so if we finish top, amazing. But if we, you know, get in the top three, you know, I'm happy. But also as well, I think because it is our, you know. After 15 years, it's the first time we're back in the EFL. Um, I just think if we stay in League Two for a, you know two seasons, I you know I don't see a problem with that. It, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because you're very pe- pessimistic, though. I, aren't I'm you? not pessimistic, but it's but I'm just <laughs> it, it's it's a for me. I felt watching us last season and the amount of points that we got, admittedly from lower level opposition. I I get that, you know, I'm not. I'm, you know, I'm not stupid enough to think that, you know, just because we did what we did last season, it's going to translate into into this season. I, I, I did feel our squad was strong enough to, to be looking at top three. That that that's that's where I I was looking. The bookies top three favourites for to win the league all lost yesterday, <laughs> first game of the season. So Wrexham, Stockport, and Notts County. Wrexham and Notts County both conceded five. Uh, and so you know it, it, we'll we'll ignore that for a minute. But um, I think I always try and look at um the teams who are quite similar to us. So I, I at the moment I look at Stockport. So Stockport, we were fighting it out for the league the season before last. They went up. Um, it took them about 10, 12, 14 games to actually find their feet in League Two. And then they ended up just missing out on automatic promotion. That, to me, is is where I sort of see we're going to go. I think it's going to take us a little bit of time. At the end of the day, no no offence to these teams I'm about to mention, but we've been playing Dorkin and Maidstone and, and you know, Aldershot and teams like that. And now all of a sudden, we're now playing MK Dons and, you know, who last season we were two leagues apart from them, you know, and, you know, and we're going to going on to play people like Salford and Stockport. So I think it's, you know, it's, it's definitely... There's there's a bit of work to be done to make sure we're ready. Um and but I'm still confident 
you know, give us a few games. We're not going to win the same percentage of games as we won last season, but I think we're still there or thereabouts. I'd take playoffs. I, I really would, you know, but... We don't like playoffs, though. We don't like we're playoffs, and we're playoffs. not very good at them. But I would take it. As a first season back, I would take it. I would, definitely. Stockport signed a, play, uh, a former player of ours uh, in Nick Powell, who is an absolute gem of a player. He's He could win a game by himself. For him to be playing in League Two is unbelievable. He's going to... But we have to keep him fit. He's made of glass, so he's going to yeah. miss a lot of games. But... Yeah. He'll tear that division up. So you're in for a treat if he's playing. And I think uh, if you if you, if James McLean faces him, you, you you the first thing you'll do is go straight through him. So you'll see that that'll be <laughs> that'll be a good clash. I know it's not one of our main targets, the EFL Cup, and I'm sure it's not one of your main targets this season. But it's always nice to have a cup run, and it's on the tally. How serious are you going to be taking it? Do you think you'll be playing your first team uh, squad, and are you going to be going for the win? We've got, we've got a decent-sized squad. We've got quite a few players that are coming back, as it were. Maybe their fitness isn't quite where it should be, but they're players that you would definitely think throughout the season are going to be featuring quite heavily in in the league for us. So I think you'll see a little bit of a mix on Tuesday. I think, you know, we've got like Aaron Hayden, for example, um, uh, who is... Uh, he's he was out from January, uh, didn't come back in the season. Very much a player who's going to be in the first team. Has had a couple of friendlies out in the US. I think Aaron Hayden will be playing Tuesday to to, to get some minutes on the pitch. Uh, we've obviously got Will Boyle, who's, who's uh, you know just come in. I think we're going to see him getting some minutes on on Tuesday as well. Um, and we've got I I don't I hate the word fringe players, but I. They're players that, in my opinion, are definitely challenging to be in that team. And I think some of them do need minutes. So I think you're looking maybe about a 70-30 split of the 70% being players who need minutes uh, and players who are maybe on the fringes. Uh, and then 30% maybe of regular first team players there. But I think we're probably similar to you. You know, mm -hmm. you... You 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 want to go up this season. We want to go up this season, and um, you know this is not our focus at all. But it is very handy to have some cup games where you can go. Well, let's just throw him in here. Let's put him in there. Let's get him get. Let's try and get his fitness up because you can try and get players' fitness up with as many little practice games on the training pitch that you want, but. Actual competitive games, there's nothing better than that to, to get players fit for me. So I yeah. hate them, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I was very vocal about it last season. I don't, I, I think, kind of taking our eyes off the league, um, league games is, you know, it's quite distracting. Um, obviously, last season it didn't have an effect, but I think because we're in the F EFL this season, it is going to be a tougher season for us. Yeah. And I think. These sort of cup games are just they just annoy me. I think I think <laughs> for a, for a team that's got a big squad and a, a you know a strong squad, like I think we have, I think they're good and I think they're important to have. You know, to like I say, um, Sean would very much like to just go out of every cup. 
nice and early so we can just move on and concentrate on the league but yeah yeah, yeah I think they are important and I, I'm interested to see who plays on Tuesday it'll be very interesting from our point of view as well because we haven't got a lot of depth in strength strength in depth even <laughs> we haven't got a lot of strength in depth I think we've lost something like 17 players since what happened to us in, in June we've recruited a lot of young lads uh, some of them have, have, have not been training with the with the parent clubs so they've come in unfit and they're, they're playing catch-up. So we might see a couple of them playing from our point of view. We had a, a great result at Derby County. You said we'll be chasing promotion. Our first objective is avoid relegation because we was on minus eight points. We're now on minus five. Yeah. We've got a tough month this, this month because we've got we've played Derby away. We've got Barnsley to play. We've got Bolton to play all in August, and two promoted sides who I'm no doubt will be buzzing after the promotion. So I'm sure that uh, Sean Maloney will shuffle his pack, like you said, just to give minutes to some players who need it. Yeah, we've we've had a couple of in- injuries as well. So I think one of them's coming back so we could see, see him in, in the team. So for me, that makes it a in- very interesting game because we don't know what sort of personnel are going to be facing each other. And it'll be an open game as well. I think there has to be a winner on the night, doesn't there? It goes to yeah, penalties. Yeah, so it's a, yeah, it's 90, 90 minutes, no extra time, straight to penalties after wow. 90. So. So, <laughs> well, no yeah, messing no, about, yeah. No you know, messing I mean, about at all. No, we don't want extra time because, like I said, we're, we're full of kids at uh, our squad and they all have to yeah. be in bed for 10. That's I think that's probably why they've not the uh, extra time on the head. Can I have a, a prediction for the game from you both then, please? I think I'm just going to go one nil. I think I'm going to be conservative. I think Wrexham. You... Obviously Wrexham. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. I, I I think it's like you said. I think it's going to be quite open. To be honest, I think both teams are going to want to go. Is it the priority? Either probably not. And I think they they're probably going to go. Well, look, if we're going to go out, at least everyone who's paid money to go and watch it, let's let's give it a go. Um. So I I'd maybe. Maybe a two all, and then to penalties, and then you got the lottery of that, then, haven't you? So, uh, yeah, I, I think it'll be, I think it'd be quite tight. It's, I, yeah, I, I just think it's going to be one of them where it might even be more than that. You know, I think we're going to see a few goals on the night. Let's put it like that. And having the TV cameras there as well, you know, it's live on Sky. I think that adds something else, doesn't it? Because players. They might not ever want to admit it, but they want to show off when they're on when they're on TV. And they, you know, regardless of how many people are going to be watching it, they want to play well. So I think you're going to see a fair few goals. I want to change my prediction. <laughs> right. Well, well I'll go. I'll, I'm going to go for two all, and um, I'll, I'll just go for whatever the, the lottery of the penalties takes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah just, point. just a bit of history. The first time we met. We met Rexon was in was in the FA Cup in 1971. We was Northern Premier League at the time, and you beat us four 0 at the race course. The last time we met in a cup competition was the 2001 season. That was at the race course. That was in the LDV Trophy. Yeah, yeah. And you beat us five one. So in those two cup games, you're winning an aggregate nine one. So I, th- I think we uh, we owe you this one, but I'm not too sure what sort of team we're going to put out. No. But for me. These early cup games, they're no more than like a glorified friendly. They get minutes in the players ahead of the season. As long as it's an entertaining game, played in good spirit, all yeah. the fans will be happy and, yeah. and and see some. I mean, I'd take something like what you had at the weekend, a 5-3. Whichever way that finishes, it, it'll be an entertaining game. Yeah, 
Definitely, definitely. Well, if our defence play the way they did on Saturday, you you might well get that. Annihilators. Well, I tell you what, it's been brilliant speaking to you both, and uh, it's really good to see Wrexham back in it. I mean, I remember during the years watching Mickey Thomas smash goals in against Arsenal in the FA Cup for you, you know, and I remember Wrexham coming to to, to our old ground at Springfield Park and having some some great tussles and going down to the race course as well. So it is, it's it's a bit of a fairy tale story of what's happened to you, but I understand your sentiment. It needed that kick up the backside to get everybody engaged again. Whether it was money men coming in or whatever, it doesn't matter. It's happened. No. Us fans, all we can do is support our club. So I'm really pleased to see you doing well, and it, and it's great. And you've got one of our players now for us to keep an eye on you throughout the season. Yeah. Well, yeah. one of our former players. Now you're yeah. a player, James yes. McLean, and you'll love yeah. him, believe me. Yeah. Before we do go, can you tell our listeners where they can find your podcast, please? Yes, so we are we're a podcast and a YouTube channel. So if you just search me, the wife, and Wrexham, we'll come up on uh, we'll come up on YouTube. Uh, the podcast itself, anywhere you get your podcast, really. So Apple, Spotify, uh, App, uh, Google Podcasts, where, wherever it is, we're we're there. Just search for us, and you'll find us. Right, yeah. cheers. Thank you, guys. No worries. Thank you very much. Thanks.